Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Operation Tube Top. Sorry, I don't know if that sound was off a little bit, but should be fine. Um, this is Tova, and I am back to podcasting. It was nice to take a little bit of a break, just to kind of, um, I was going to say recount, but to recoup. Nope, that's not right either. Uh, recover, maybe? Uh, things are getting a little bit crazy, a little bit wild, so I decided to take a little bit of a break and figure out what direction I wanted to go with the podcast. So uh, as you probably heard last week, I finally had a new one out, and it was with two lovely women, Rebecca and Shanda from the Hotbox Girls, and we talked all about burlesque, and that was kind of uh, sexy and fun, and I'm actually looking to do a class uh, just for one evening with a couple of friends, so I'm looking forward to that. It also uh, inspired me to go into another arts and craft project because uh, I never can sit still, and I'm making pasties. <laughs> Probably never going to wear them, but it's fun to do. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun, fun, wholesome hobby. Anyway, so... As I said before, I'm trying to figure out what direction I want to take with this podcast, and I have to make it more Vienna-based. The interviews are great because I'm interviewing people who mostly are based in Vienna and do work in Vienna, and uh, that doesn't really need fixing, uh, but I do need to, for my own personal, uh, I guess, one-on-one, just one with me um, podcasts, I need to make it more Vienna-based. So I've decided that... When I do these, I'm going to actually talk about what's going on in my life because that's, yeah, I like to talk about myself. And also because uh, I want to talk about the news, what's going on. I think one thing that's difficult if you're not a, a German speaker is to know really what's happening in the city. One of the things I noticed when I moved here the second time about, I think, 14 years ago, I realized there was no 24-hour 24 uh, 24 news service. I think when you come from North America, you're so used to constantly um, hearing about the news or you turn on that channel, it's got all those, like, um, you know, stock market something. Obviously, I know all about that. Weather, uh, they talk about, you know, traffic jams. You don't really have that here. You can go on Twitter, you can find updates there, but when there's something happening, uh, in general, there's not immediate uh, news coverage. And you can find it, it's not like it's impossible, but in English, pretty much doesn't happen. So I thought I'd kind of talk about the headlines at some point uh, during this uh, episode. So let me quickly talk about what's been happening with me. If you read my blog post yesterday, I... Uh, Thanks for reading. I saw there was over 200 clicks on it, so I guess people were interested. Uh, I'm slowly starting to phase out my blog, uh, Operation Tube Top, because I have a website that I am working on right now. Uh, as a lot of you know, I got a gift from Secret Santa from a coworker for uh, my own website name, tovamar.com. So um, I've been kind of the last few weeks trying to figure out what that's going to be about, and it's very exciting and very 
terrifying. It's again, out of my comfort zone because, uh, it's my name. <laughs> and, uh, as much as you might think I'm confident, uh, some things it's, it's very hard for me to, uh, self promote in this way. I have no problem self promoting, uh, autism in Vienna because it's for a great cause and we're doing amazing things in that, um, aspect. But when it comes to what did I eat today? Uh, unless it's Instagram, it's a little bit daunting. So uh, I'm very excited to start that. It'll be launching in April. I have a photo shoot. A friend is going to be taking pictures of me for the website. So I'm currently not eating. Um, that's not true. I'm eating a lot, but I'm working out a lot because I want to look at the pictures and be like, oh, I look less chubby. So uh, yeah, that's kind of what's been happening uh, in that area. Um, I also quickly want to talk about the Zero Project conference that I attended. It started, I think, on the 25th of February. Now, this was a typical Tova move where I knew it was happening, but I wasn't really thinking about it. I like to compartmentalize things. So the day before the conference, there was an email, and I was like, oh, shit, uh, this is starting tomorrow. Luckily, it was at work. It was in the building that I work in, so that was convenient. Uh, but I realized I didn't have proper business cards. I was like, I can't hand them my Operation Tube Top card. It's got chandeliers on it and pink script. Um, and it was a bit of a panic. So I showed up Wednesday morning to register. And already I was really inspired. I mean, there were so many people um, who had showed up that had different disabilities. And there were speakers. And it was just an incredible atmosphere. And it was so wonderful to see. And, uh, one point there was a man that walked in, he was blind and his guide dog was carrying his, uh, his bag. And of course I wanted to be like, Oh, you was your puppy puppy, but you can't, <laughs> but it was incredible, but it was really awesome to see how well organized this conference was. Austrians do this supremely well. They're very good at organization and it just seemed to run really, really smoothly when I was, um, when I got to the front to register and I said my name, they're like, oh, you're not on the list. And that was the moment where I was like, no, oh, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm fine. I don't need to attend. Uh, but they were able to find my name and print out my badge, which I was very proud of. And I went to a couple of different uh, talks. A lot of it was a different kind of uh, higher level um, organization talks about uh you know, how to make companies more accessible for people with disabilities. And it was just incredible. I did go to a talk that really resonated with me. There were two organizations that were talking. So one was uh, by Isa, I think. Um, I can't, my great memory right now. An Israeli company that kind of created a uh, inclusive playground and so that kids with special needs and with any kind of disability could play and also include children who are neurotypical or physically, um, you know, capable. And they've done a lot of work with uh, kindergartens and preschoolers to talk about acceptance. And I think this is so incredibly key to um, a society that is accepting. You start young. Uh, kids are awesome. Little kids just are fine when you say, hey, you know what? Um, Bill's got a bit of a problem. He can't hear you properly. So maybe if you talk a little bit loudly and slower, it'll be okay. And kids are like, okay. Uh, kids are cool. They, 
this is the problem. It's adults that have the prejudices, prejudices, good job, Toba. Um, so I think that this, they started a program and it turned out this region in Israel is one of the most accepting in the country. So I'm currently working on a project to try to implement that here. I've been talking to a kindergarten teacher as well, and he's very interested in doing this. So um, step by step. And the other company that was at this talk was called uh, Magic Me, not Magic Mike, as I originally thought. Um, <laughs> a lot of women showed up going, oh, wait, never mind. Um, they have created um, a couple of things for playgrounds that children who are in wheelchairs can actually play with kids who aren't. So one of them is this sandbox, and the, the kid can sit in the middle of it and be surrounded by the sand. And it's just fantastic. And the other one is kind of a spinny thing. It looks a bit like a fidget spinner, but it's uh, possible for the kids to lie down uh, and be able to interact and play. So these types of initiatives are just so incredible. And they're getting a lot of um, a lot of attention and hopefully funding. So I was very inspired after this talk. I felt like this is incredible to see. There are so many organizations out there doing so much to help their society. So, of course, after on Friday, I was just like, okay, I'm going to write about 15 different people. Uh, of course, nobody's written me back. <laughs> I think every week I write a good four to five different emails uh, randomly to people, and um, I never hear back. But I will persevere, and I will continue, and I will stalk them, and one day somebody's going to pay attention to me. Um, I don't like being ignored. <laughs> I think you guys have figured that out. So um, I'm also trying to go a little bit of the political route, uh, try to get some type of attention that way. Um, I think the next step is maybe releasing a sex tape that nobody wants to see because, my goodness, to try to get any type of attention here um, I actually had a very interesting conversation with someone about fundraising in Austria. This was at the poutine party, which I didn't actually get to write about. First of all, the poutine party was so much fun. It was so great. Uh, thank you, everybody who came. It was, I think we had about 70 people in the end. The weather was crap and people still came out and the curds were fantastic. I want to thank the Beaver Brewing Company so much for putting it on, uh, shutting down the whole place. It was uh, it was a wonderful turnout, and it was a lot of fun. And it was great to see so many uh, Canadians in one place being, you know, really polite. And um, but I was talking to this one person, and he's lived here for a long time, and he's Canadian. And he's like, well, fundraising is is really difficult here because it's a socialized uh, country. So people generally have their needs met. So when someone comes along and says, I need money, they think, well. Well, that doesn't make any sense. You should be covered. And I, I, I get that. And so I want to tell people that, yes, many things are covered here, but not autism. So that's why I'm trying to raise money. And uh, we'll get there. Uh, so I was so inspired, as I said before, by uh, this Project Zero conference uh, that I was invited to. Um, I think they thought I was a lot more important than I am. And <laughs> that was the sense I, that was the way I was feeling at the conference. Um, but uh, I am now working with a psychologist. We are, have created a sibling talk, which I'm very excited about. It's this Saturday. We need people to sign up to it. Uh, it would be just a wonderful thing for this to be a success and something that we can do more often. Uh, the idea is that siblings of children with special needs uh, have a place to just talk, uh, talk about how they feel, talk about, um, their family situation in terms of 
you know, they love their sibling, they love their brother or sister, and they know that it's a struggle for the family, and they're doing their best. I mean, every sibling I have met of a kid who has special needs has always been just so amazing and awesome. And I think they need um, a, a moment to kind of feel that they're appreciated and that everyone, you know, and even though their parents might not have the time to tell them how incredible they are, and I'm sure they do, but they just really need to be recognized for what they're dealing with as well. So um, I'm getting a little teary-eyed because I just think of all the um, siblings I have met and just how awesome they are. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a burden that they have to take on, and I don't think we always realize it. So, uh, I mean, everybody's dealing with it in the best way they can, but these are kids and they need a chance to kind of say, you know, sometimes it's hard. And so we have a couple of psychologists that will be on site. The idea is not any type of therapy. It's a question of, um, this is a safe space. It is completely a place where you can talk about whatever you want to talk about without any type of judgment. This is, um, something that I think is very important for families and to get a weight off their shoulders and to realize that you can feel these things and there's nothing wrong about feeling anything, um, negative about your situation. You're allowed to vent. And so, uh, please, if you can share the event, it's on the autism in Vienna page and, uh, please encourage anyone, you know, who has kids in the situation to come. It's really going to be an hour and a half. There'll be snacks. Um, I won't be in the session. I will be in the front, just making sure everybody's okay. Uh, because I'm not a psychologist and this isn't my place to be in. I always want to make that very clear that I do not uh, partake in any type of therapy or psychology that, that is being offered by the professionals. Uh, I can't blur lines in that way. So, I'm very excited. I hope this works out. Uh, we'll be paying the psychologists from some of the money that we've raised because I think this is a very important thing. Uh, family health is so important. We need to make sure the family is being taken care of uh, in general. So I'm very excited. Oh, it's the Saturday. I'm a little panicky. So please sign up. Please make this a success because then we can do this more often and we can help more families. Um, so yeah, that's that's one big thing. Let's see what else is new. Um La 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 la, reading my notes, reading my notes. Um, yeah, so what else? Uh, yeah, so I've started watching a really wonderful, uh, highly intellectual reality TV show called The Vanderpump Rules, actually watching it with the husband. I've convinced him. And it's a lot of fun, and it makes me feel very, very old. Um, but uh, also makes me feel like I've got my life a little bit more together. So that's good news. So let's talk about what's going on actually in the news in Austria right now. So I looked at several different sites, looked at a couple of newspapers, tried to find things that um, were kind of the headlines. And if you've been wondering, you see a name and you're wondering what the scandal is about, um, I'm here to help you. So the kind of the big news, this is more last week. Uh, there is a former Green Party politician. Her name is Eva Glavishnik, and I'm probably saying it completely wrong. Uh, she was with the Green Party for a long time. I actually got the chance to meet her once, and she was kind of featured in this book presentation, and the book was called Has im Netz, which is hate on the internet. And she had been trolled terribly. I think women generally are, are trolled more often on online. I know that I've dealt with trolls. It's a terrible, awful thing. It's heartbreaking. You think, what have I done to you or in general? Like, why are you taking the time to write something so hateful? I think things would be a lot better if we could just be, you know, just let it go. Um, 
never in my life would I ever troll anybody either. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. It's not a, it just, it's, it's hurtful. It's hateful. It just has no, um, there's no sense in it at all. And so it was interesting to read the headlines that she has, she's no longer of course, part of the green party. And she started working at a company called Novomatic. So Novomatic, I thought was some kind of air conditioning uh, company. So I couldn't really understand why people were finding it scandalous because, you know, lady needs to work, needs a job. It turns out it's a gambling company. So I guess that is a little strange, uh, but you can come to your own conclusions. She now works at a gambling organization. So that's, if you've seen her name anywhere and you're wondering why she's working for an air conditioning firm, she's not, it's a, it's a gambling place. Um, the next kind of ridiculous news is that the minister, uh, what is it? What I was going to say. Oh, no, sorry. The minister of media, uh, his name is Gernot Blumel. And apparently he doesn't pay TV taxes because he doesn't have a TV. So I guess people find this amusing. Um, there is a TV tax in Austria. It pretty much pays for the public uh, channels. I think there's two or F1 and two, maybe a couple others. And every month you pay these taxes. Uh, we pay these TV taxes and, um, yeah, we get, uh, we get to watch the Simpsons in German and sports. They show sports and formula one, hopefully still. Uh, so I guess people find it amusing that he doesn't have a television, but to be fair nowadays, TV, you, everyone watches stuff on the internet anyway. Um, what else is new? Oh, there was a driver that was caught three times. He does not have a license and I think it was over a weekend. They caught him uh, driving 191 kilometers an hour in 130 kilometer an hour zone. People like to drive fast here. Plus, he was, I think, drunk all three times. And he hasn't been arrested, from what I could read. Uh, but that's the big excitement. They called him P.S. Rambo, which I guess is supposed to be funny. Um, also, tragically, in Lower Austria, there was a, the body of a 15-year-old girl found um, kind of by a dump. Uh, they don't see any foul play, but they're assuming an overdose. So this is obviously very tragic, and uh, hopefully there'll be some conclusion into what happened in that situation. Um, if you've lived here for a long time, you know that crime uh, in terms of murder is not uh, big thank God. So, uh, these types of stories are always kind of shocking. I mean, they should always be shocking, but this is something that, uh, yeah, it doesn't happen that often. Uh, there was a case recently where a man has just been, uh, what's it called? I'm not going to find, but he has been sentenced to two years in prison because he's 23 and he got a 13 year old girl pregnant. And that is absolutely disgusting. And he should be in prison much, much longer. Um, another tragic story, I guess, at Cardinal Nagelplatz, which is in the third district, a 74 year old was found unconscious. And uh, I guess coincidentally, two doctors were walking down the street and tried to reanimate him. Unfortunately, uh, the ambulance came and he passed away. And so they're going to do an autopsy on what happened there. So that's incredibly, uh, tragic, but fortuitous that there were two doctors, who came by and you didn't have to wait for two hours. Um, that was my little dig. So then the next little headline I saw is that apparently the Pope might be coming to Salzburg. So all you Catholics, yay, Pope's coming to town. Um, and the last, uh, oh, second to last story, we have the interior minister, his name is Kickle, 
Uh, he says that the number of deportations of, I guess, asylum seekers or, um, or illegal immigrants is rising. So I guess he's filling, fulfilling his quota. Uh, and then this is my favorite last story. This is going to be, uh, this is very typical of this city and I love it so much. So there was a Viennese lawyer who had an acquaintance, a woman who apparently had gold bars in her apartment. I don't know why. I don't know what she's doing with gold bars, but these were her gold bars. So one night he took her out to the opera, of course. And then while they were at the opera, there was a break in, but obviously the thieves could not find the gold bars. And then they broke in again. And this time they found the gold bars and the police have now kind of figured out the, or think that the lawyer tipped off the thieves to steal the gold bars. I just love that he took her to the opera. This is just, it's just so Vienna that this would be um, a way to uh, do a crime. He's like, I'm going to take you out for some culture and then I'm going to rob you. Great. Uh, so apparently he is waiting for his trial. Uh, very exciting, very big Vienna news. So that's, that's the big news for now. Um, weather update. <laughs> it's supposed to get warm. I'm looking out the window right now and it is snowing. It is uh, Tuesday morning. This will be coming out uh, on Wednesday, this episode. So I'm sure there'll be more news anyway in the interim. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited about this next chapter that's happening in April, this new website, uh, different things I'll be doing. There'll be, of course, still a blog, but it will be a weekly blog. I don't have the time to do as many posts, but if I know that I'm doing a weekly one, it's great. I can work on it for a few days and then post it. Uh, I will also be offering a couple of different services, um, nothing too exciting. Uh, also, there'll be some Autism in Vienna information there as well so that people can find it. Um, yeah, very exciting. Also, uh, on March 18th is the Vienna Family Network Flea Market design flea market as well and it's going to be in a big place i will be at the cake stand this is where we will be selling lots of diabetes causing foods and this is uh when you can support autism in vienna so the money raised there will be going to um autism in vienna so it's very exciting i will be making nanaimo bars and probably something else as well so please come on down even if you do not need to buy goods it's still an amazing event they're going to have people who actually design their own stuff that will be selling things as well and of course there'll be cake and cookies and brownies and things to buy so please come show your support and i ordered a few aprons with the logo on them, I'm just desperately waiting for them to arrive, and that will be great. So I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day. I know that spring is just around the corner. Again, as I look outside and see the snow, it is coming, and I cannot wait. I am so ready for it. So I wish you all a wonderful day, and as always, as I say, toodles. <laughs>